the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr., and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. Our offices are located at 25 North 14th Street on the fifth floor, downtown San Jose. Or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is my producer and co-host and good friend, Mr. Carl Big Papa Wells. How you doing, Carl? Hey, man, it's a beautiful day out here today. I'm happy to be here. I'm very happy to have the man to my right. Mm. Now, I call him G-Dub. You know why? Because <laughs> this brother, man, he's the president and the CEO right now of Purple Cherry Productions. He's been all over the Bay Area, been at every radio station in the world. He is a consummate professional without even saying more. Welcome, Mr. Jerry Dove. Well, how you doing? Whoa, I want to clap it, a little it, bit for that. How you doing there, Mr. Jerry Dove? I'll take that first, but you said Big Papa? Is that, do yeah. I have to call I love him? it when they call, call me Big. big. <laughs> I don't have to call you You just got to call me Daddy. That's all. Uh, <laughs> interview <with> over. <laughs> Carl, What's this going is on, the Carl and Carl Show. Man, Good you know, morning, Jerry, uh, it's really an honor, though, to yes. really have you here. And uh, for all our listeners, I mean, when they hear what you do and how big your heart is and yes. your service and all the good things you do, I think they're just going to love it. So, you know, before we dive into everything you do, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, Jerry? Like, who is Jerry Dove? Well, first of all, I appreciate the kind words. I've known both of you guys a long time, you know, so it's it's weird to be in here with us being an interview situation, <laughs> but let's just see if we can just turn it into a conversation. <laughs> so I'm an Air Force brat, man. My dad was in the Air Force for 25, 27 years, and we lived all over the place. I was born in a little town called Youngstown, Ohio, which is about a mi- uh, 60 Ohio. miles. You know, that's not too far from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, yeah, where I'm about from. 60 miles from Pittsburgh, 60 mm-hmm. miles from Cleveland. <laughs> and I was born there. My brother was born there the next year. I've not I've been to Youngstown, Ohio since. <laughs> I go to Cleveland to see some of my family. Right, so I just, saw you on Facebook there. Just, just take me to Youngstown so I can see what it looks like. They should know. <laughs> I guess there's a little um, crime element in, in Youngstown that they don't want no part of. But but we, we lived in Youngstown, lived in Detroit, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're in the Philippines for a couple of years. Sacramento just lived this, uh, uh, the Air Force Brad life. Father settled in Atwater, California, which is about two hours from here in the San Joaquin Valley. And um, he retired there. My mom retired there. My father passed away. It'll be 20 years, actually, in June. Mm. And uh, Atwater has been where we grew up, went to high school, 
with the junior college and finally escaped and, <laughs> and on and on and on. You know, I've been I've been in a lot of different places. I kind of like being the new guy. See, I, I don't know Atwater. Is that like a small town where there's like one stop sign, a church and a a 7-Eleven? I thought you said you didn't know. It. <laughs> so, well, first of all, there are one, two, three stop four stoplights. There you go. That's lights. my kind of town. No, I'm going to tell you the truth. When I grew up there... Um, a long time ago, and uh, when I grew up, there was like the population was about fourteen thousand people. Wow! But since there was an air force base there, there are all kind of airmen and 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 brothers that were coming through that were from yeah. Philly, from yeah. Detroit, yeah. from from Chicago, from all over the United States. Yeah. And so we always, growing up in Atwater, knew about the latest music, right. the latest clothing trends, mm-hmm. the latest everything because we had so many different people coming in and influence what we do. See, so you just got through explaining to everybody why you are so fly. And why you've been in radio for the last oh, 200 years. man, well, we're so lucky it's radio. Jerry is fly, though, man. <laughs> no, I've loved clothes since I was a little kid. I got a picture of my mom dug up of us going to Disneyland, and I was like nine years old. And I was wearing this purple shirt and some purple bell bottoms. I'm like, I wish oh, I could find thing, that outfit purple. right now. That's your thing, huh? I've always loved purple. Really? Royalty. Now, hey, now that picture that you had on Facebook the other day with the, with the, with the suit, was that you in it? Because that looked like it was a perfect... Uh, you know, you. you know, I just happened to see that, and, and I liked it, and uh, I'm going to find something to look like it. I don't, I don't own that particular one, but I will <laughs> get that suit there. Hey, I want to ask you about some of the people you know. I mean, you said you were down in Atwater. Yes. And uh, I know your brother, Michael, but uh, isn't there a Tommy Moon? Tommy Moon. Yeah. yeah well, you know, I got, again, a lot of guys I've known for, wow, going on 45 years that grew up in Atwater. Tommy Moon and his family, st- his family still lives in Atwater, but mm-hmm. I know him. Tommy, since I was in the ninth grade, he was in the eighth grade. And uh, as you know, he's married to our dear friend, Rennell, who's a voice of the Giants and yes. a radio mm-hmm. legend and, and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, Tommy Moon and uh, got a brother named Edwin O'Neill who lives in San Jose. Wow. And, uh, just Rufus is down in Turlock. And these are my boys, man. My <laughs> now, boys now, now let, let me tell you a little bit about. But let me uh, say one more thing about Atwater. Again, because of the airport space, I tell people there are a lot of people that come through there. Sinbad was stationed in Atwater for a little while. Oh, yeah? Cheryl Underwood. Oh, went yeah? to high school in Atwater. And I wow. met her. I've seen her a couple of times, and I was in the background saying, yo, Atwater High. <laughs> and she just stopped her interview and said, okay, well, what class? What class? I said, we're, not, we're going to talk Don't about that quiet. Don't we're tell no secrets. But she claims, it, she claims it for sure, man. So. Isn't that amazing? So, yeah. so let me tell you guys, one of the reasons I love Jerry so much is that he's a he's a kind-hearted, warm, loving. He's, he's very expressive. He's open-minded. He's brilliant, man. He's been in radio <laughs> for a long time. But one of the things that you do, Jerry, is 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 – and I'm a, I'm, you provide an extremely positive, uplifting, and, and extremely life-changing messages everywhere you go, in your work, in your business. When we sit down and do business, at the end of it, we always have a heart-to-heart. And that's one of the beautiful things about you as, as a man, as a black man, as a, as a promoter, as an event planner. You have an incredible way of relating to people. Um, and that, I don't know if that comes from, from Atwater or if that comes from you just being in promotions with radio or you having the empathy and understanding of people. So tell me, how, how, how did Jerry Dove become that guy? Well, again, thank you for the kind words. So this, I didn't, you didn't tell me this was like an Oprah show where we're going to be crying at the end of the day. <laughs> I sent you my, I sent you my, my invoice, though. Uh, um, no, I, I always tell people that if I have... What you consider to be a kind hearted definitely came from Gladys and Arthur Dove yeah. from Meridian, Mississippi. God bless him. And uh, loved my mama to death. Talked to her yesterday. I was making some lasagna. Yeah. And I had to tell her what, ask her what to do with the, the final part of it there. But uh, yeah, they always taught us. I have a sister who's older than me and my brother Michael, who's a year younger. Always taught us to, to, to you know, 
do unto others and be mm-hmm. the nicest person you can be and be as kind of considerate as you can be. So I like to think that if uh, that is definitely a big part of me and it came from them. And then when I got into radio, and I guess we'll get into that in a little bit, but mm-hmm. I kind of naturally progressed into the community side of it because that's mm-hmm. what I do. That's who I am. So um I I uh, I would he said but in my office I would have all these pictures on the wall of all yes. the artists I, I love your things like your that. One of my favorite pictures was me with a picture of uh, about seven Girl Scouts. They had come up there wanted to do a tour of the station, uh-huh. and they got a merit badge for it. And so I gave these little Girl Scouts who were just giddy and funny and all of them like <laughs> 9, 10, 11 years old mm-hmm. and just were all over the place and took them to five, five or six different studios and took pictures, gave them all kind of things like that. And and uh, they took a picture at the end and I put it up on my wall with the merit badge they gave me. It's a radio store, radio tour merit badge. So people come on my office and say, oh, Spike Lee, uh, Barry Gordy, mm-hmm. uh, who's your favorite person you ever met? I said, my favorite picture, look at that one with the Girl Scouts. <laughs> oh, because wow. that's what I was supposed to be doing. I right. take that opportunity in a, in a big old world like that and let other people into it. And So with that in mind, your email is really easy to remember, and I'm going to segue into your email is gdov at peaceandmoveforward.com. Let me say it again. Right. gdov at PeaceAndMoveForward.com. So explain Peace and Move Forward. Peace and Move Forward is kind of the way I live my life. You know? So um, a lot of things that you go through in life, I, I well, I'll go back to this story. Uh, I used to have a, a young intern of mine that would come in every week. And she would say, I was up with my boyfriend this week, and he took me to this club. And, and he went in, and he told me that he'd meet me at the front door at, at the end of the night. And I never saw him throughout the night. And and then, you know, it just was horrible that I was in a club by myself and other. But all the other times he treats me great. So I said, well, look, you know, she would tell me this every week. I said, look, what you have to decide is that do you love him more than you love yourself? Mm. I said, what you have to decide is if you love him, you're willing to put up with that for Mm -hmm. one night a week and the other nights he's fine. And then you make peace with that and you move forward. Mm. If you decided like you should that you love yourself and he you deserve to be loved every single day, you accept the fact you're going to miss him. But, dude, you're out. Make peace with that and move yeah, forward. So many know. people just are stuck in this place that they can't get out. Mm. And so they have to make a decision, make peace with that decision, and move forward. And that's kind of the way I live my life. Man, that's a wonderful segue into uh, we got a, about two and a half minutes before the first half. That's a wonderful segue by you being on the board, I think, of the East Oakland Youth Development Center yes. for your heart to to serve. So tell us a little bit about that in a couple minutes. Well, right? um, uh <clears throat> 14, 15 years ago, I was working for 981 Kiss FM, uh, back when it was good, <laughs> and, with, and uh, Regina Jackson, who's the executive director of the board, and, and, yep. and I had met, and I would always be sending Disney on Ice tickets to them, and fun toys and posters and everything I could find to her to give to the kids. And one day she asked me to be on the board and I never thought of myself as a board material kind of a guy. (laughs) I said, what am I going to do? She said, just come on. You get, you know, she could see things in me that would make me a good board member. So I joined the board and within a couple of years I became the president. So I've been on the board for like 14 years, been a president for the last six and uh, the EOYDC is an yeah. oasis yeah. in the killer corridor of East Oakland. It's a beautiful yeah. place. And uh, if, you 
interviewed her here. Yeah, we've interviewed her a couple months ago. She she's an incredible. I went to school with with Regina, an incredible woman. The work that she does is exemplary of the work that is needed to be done. But what? But by the fact that you are the president or the chairman of the board. No, no, board president. You're right. Okay, all right. See board. See, I went to Cal. Y'all was dogging me out a minute ago. But by the fact that you are the and you work with them, just just shows the the kindness and the warmth that you have for the community, for the, for individuals, and for groups uh, in itself. So we, I, I don't know how much time we got left. So we'll we can probably do this on the flip side. Um, but uh, we want to talk about your radio career for a bit because you know radio, you know promotions. Mm-hmm. We definitely want to talk about uh, um, Purple Cherry, how you got the name, and why mm-hmm. you didn't go with my suggestion. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a bit. We're talking to Jerry Dove. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You're talking to Jerry Dove, and Jerry Dove's favorite color is purple. My favorite artist is Prince. Thank you for the Prince, Prince bumper. Uh, yeah, you got to ask him, Carl. He's got this card called Purple Cherry yeah, Productions. Let's yeah. find out what is Purple Cherry yeah, Productions. This is a family show now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but, um, you know, Purple Cherry Productions started, uh, it's, it's kind of an offshoot of my radio career. And, and one of the things I'll tell anybody who's in radio or going to be in radio, you better find some alternate revenue streams because nobody gets rich working in radio. And you have so many opportunities because you meet so many different people. So one of the things that was happening with me is a lot of community organizations were asking me for talent. Said, so I need a singer. I need a spoken word artist. I need a, a band. Can you help me out, Jerry? You know everybody, right? Mm-hmm. They seem to think I have this Rolodex. It's okay, Beyonce, <laughs> here we go. Here's Beyonce's number. Tell her it was Jerry. You know, don't have that. But I did know a lot of local artists. And so I would always suggest people to different organizations. And after a while, I decided, you know what, let me get my little cut off of this. And so I would, uh, I created this company called Purple Cherry Productions. And the thing is, I always wanted the name of it to be something random, like Maroon 5 or something uh-huh. like that. <laughs> you know, just something that meant nothing but Led Zeppelin, it, uh-huh. but you can't forget it. So I wanted it to be Purple Elephant Productions. Because in my mind, I had this picture of this elephant and uh, his trunk was coming from the the inside of his door and his trunk was opening up the door and the tag was going to be. I'm waiting for you. You coming in? <laughs> and I had this guy do the artwork for it and everything like that. And I said, you know, I better Google this just to make sure somebody else hasn't got it. And sure enough, somebody had purple, purple elephant, elephant production. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then I said, okay, well, purple snake productions. And somebody had that. All right. My last name is Dove. That's too simple. But let's go. Purple Dove Productions. Line it up. Some kids in Rhode Island have oh, it. Wow. <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. And so I said, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I got to keep the purple in it. And so one day I'm in a car. My wife's name is Sherry with a C. Mm-hmm. And so a friend of ours was in the car with us and a friend was just happened to say that, you know, Sherry, I always thought your name is, was Cherry because you spell it with a C. Uh-huh. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Purple Cherry Productions. All right, there we go. Oh, wow. Now here it takes it a step further. The first that my wife is she kinda she wants to say she's part of the team, but she's not. She hasn't put any money into it. <laughs> she she goes to the events but she hasn't put any money into it. Um but now you have to watch this, Jerry, because this will be on podcast. Well, she can't to, go back and listen to it. I'm about to, to clean okay. it up here. I'm gonna clean it up. And so 
the we did our first event and it just hit me. Okay, wait a minute. Purple Cherry Production. The first three letters of her name are C H E. The last three letters of my uh-huh. name are R R Y. So go. Purple Cherry Production works Boom. out. See? Wow! Works out. Oh. Wow! Guided. So you know it was it was, it was meant to be now, divine. Yeah. Now now Jerry, you have worked on many huge events uh, in the Bay Area. Stone Cold Stone Soul concert. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, Hot Winter Night. Um, the Carol and Coasters Gospel Fest, and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So we know you know folk. We know folk know you. We know you know promotions. We know we know, you know radio and event planning. You got anything special planned coming up? Anything interesting that we should talk about? Or you want to wait until next next interview? <laughs> well, I'll just say this. With Purple Cherry Productions, now what we do is artist booking, right. event planning, and talent management. So um Booked a lot of artists just a couple of weeks ago for the uh, San Francisco City Hall yep, uh, Black History Month event. Great, yeah. I had the MC with my girl Miranda Wilson. Yep. Performances from um, Dee Dee Simon, yep. incredible. Uh, who's an incredible singer. We have performance by Ryan Aus- uh, Ryan Nicole. Mm-hmm. Don't kill me. I know her, I know her real name. <laughs> so her stage name is Ryan Nicole. And uh, Carla dancer and her group's dance of vision and just they put on a great show and things yeah. like that so we got some other things we're working on um i got could, a couple of could shows. you help us you yeah. know you know we're producing our blacks in business mm-hmm. blacks in technology Absolutely. And what a way to get a plug so, in too, i think right? you just fired me <laughs> and hired you i don't lie and, no, and, and and we need help and so we'd well, love to have you it's maybe happy to help you too for a small fee <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what happened to that I big Carl, heart? Carl, you just got rehired. He just got, he just hired I you. I just back. got fired yeah. and hired back. Wait a minute, this guy wants some money? You're hired back, Carl. Now, you are, you are also, you, you, you have a, um, um, a lot of accolades and awards uh, for the work that you've done in radio. And, and, and again, you guys, are, you guys are killing me. Well, well this is, I mean, this is You're the, making this me is a the Jerry Dove hour here, baby. Oh, my goodness. So you've received the uh, Radio Broadcasting oh. Program Management Certificate, the Radio Broadcasting Digital Production Certificate, the Radio Broadcasting Studio Operations Certificate. You guys getting the point here? And the Radio Broadcasting Air Talent Certificate. Now, you also... Used to do your own radio show. Well, I used to be on the air. Can't yeah, you tell from yeah, the smooth voice? Yeah, yeah, I can tell, man. I used to be on the air. Yeah, yeah. I actually got interviewed by you one yes, time. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Now, you well, going further me. back, my first, my first four four way. Well, I can't say it. So, my mm. first movement into radio mm-hmm. was in high school. Oh, at Water High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a. Uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I was an athlete and running track and playing baseball and basketball like all the other fellas. Yeah. Got to my junior year, I said, man, I'm five foot nine, 130 pounds. <laughs> I don't think I'm going pro on anything. You know, I better start using my brain a little bit. And, start. and so I guess some people saw some leadership skills in me. I became the president of the Black Student Union, not the African-American Studies, the BSU, yeah. baby. Come on. Yeah. And then uh, my senior year, there was a um, career day, and a guy came in who was a, a DJ. And this is back when DJs were on-air personalities not mixers like we call them now. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he went to school to be a DJ. I said, wow, you can go to school for that? I did not know. So I love mm-hmm. music. I love sports. And so I just thought I'm going to be a sports announcer. So there was a little college seven miles away, Merced College. Mm-hmm. Had a great radio program there. I went there and fell in love with the radio side, not TV. And um, just started my radio career there. I was on a little station in Los Banos, which kind of covered our area, called KLBS. And I did the Sunday Soul Train or whatever it was. And, <laughs> and uh, I was a big shot in that order, you know. And then just kind of stopped it after that. For some reason, I wanted more money and went 20 years later before I got back in the radio. Wow. And I got back... Uh, 
here in Fremont, uh, going to Ohlone College. It's another great radio program. My message is you don't have to spend all that money to get a radio program going, a radio career going. You can go to junior colleges and things mm-hmm. like that. That's good. And so I went to Ohlone College. I got a great radio program there. Got back into it. Got on the air at a station in Stockton called KWIN. Mm-hmm. KWIN. KWIN. And uh, then from KWIN, I went to KISS FM. Because where do you want to work, Stockton or San Francisco? <laughs> I think I'd go to San Francisco. No offense to Stockton. They can't hear us. So they can't guess. hear us. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That's still a step up from Atwater, though, well, right? By what? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Two it steps? Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And so uh, I went to Kiss FM, was there for 12 years. Uh, uh, wow. Got laid off one day short of 12 years, actually. Um, and so that's when I started to piece and move forward. Did that for about a year and a half. Got on to KBLX. Uh, in San Francisco, did that for um, five and a half years and just got laid off of there in January on my birthday. So, so, you know, the reason I'm, I, I don't want you thinking I can't hold a job is just that uh, when you get in the radio. That was my next question, see. When you get in the radio, one of the things you have to always be careful is, and it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning, have different revenue streams and have different things that makes you more valuable because I was a community affairs director and done promotions. And so these are two departments in radio that they think don't help the ratings or the revenue. And so if you don't have the raise on the revenue, you're always on the front uh, right. end of that board that's going to get cut. So I, I want to ask you one question, though, because there's um, lots of different listeners to our program and mm-hmm. some young people listen. What would you advise somebody who's young and wanting to get into radio? Do they feel like they have to have this smooth voice or no. what, what do you have to have? Well, Jerry? first of all, Carl, the great thing about that is one of the things I'm working on right now. I want to do a class or a workshop. I want to call it Radio for Real. How to navigate inside the corporate world of radio. Because in all my 19 years, I saw so many young people come from SF State, San Jose State, junior colleges I just mentioned, that come into working in the radio world and don't don't know anything about radio. Mm. And then even worse than that, they don't know anything about working in the corporate world. And working in the corporate world is radio is different because you got guys running around in T-shirts and shorts and drinking <laughs> in their office. I always had a bottle of Hennessy in my office <laughs> and uh, running up and down the halls and cursing <laughs> and carrying on. And so if you're not aware of how to navigate around that, you get sucked up into it. And uh, you look up and six months later, the only people you know are the other promoters people. So I want to teach a class about that. And so what I would always say to people is that the first thing I'll say is that the building does not love you. Mm. So as much fun as you think you're having, as much as you think these are your folks, these are your boys, this your, that's my girl, the building knows your last four years social and how much money you make. Mm. And they're generally going to be uh, based somewhere on the East Coast or down South. And so mm-hmm. they don't care how much candy you have in your office, how much the people love you and how hard you work for this event when it comes time to cut and make the cuts. So you have to make it known, make your name known to everybody who has a door. Mm-hmm. It's basically the people have the doors are the ones that are making the decisions. That doesn't mean they're the most important people, but they're generally the ones making the decisions. So I would just, for starters, tell people to to know everybody who has a door and take it serious. Have seriously have fun because you're not digging ditches in the sun, you know, but seriously have fun. And the rest of you, when I get my class together, can take my class. I will Radio take class. for real. How could, I'll be up front. How could, somebody, how could somebody contact you? Because, you know, we got about a couple minutes, and we'll okay. normally do this at the end. But since you're talking. Well, well my social media is uh, my web my email address is gdove, dove like a bird, D-O-V-E, at peaceandmoveforward.com. That's peace, like a P-E-A-C-E. Uh, Facebook is at Jerry Dove. Um, Instagram is at gdove designs. And, um, 
Yeah. And the sock man. He's always got some fly socks. <laughs> yes. I love my socks. I always man. got some fly socks. I love my so, socks. You know, I, I am I am incredibly honored. I mean I I do believe in and, and trust and have faith in this man. So I'm I'm honored to have him here talking to us today. So Jerry, so thank you for coming in. Oh man, this has been great. This has yeah. been great. I appreciate all the love and the opportunity to come and talk to you guys as well. Well, Jerry, well, we're blessed to have you, Jerry, and uh, I know we're getting out of time right now, but we want to thank our guest, Mr. Jerry Dove of Purple Cherry Productions. You can listen to this again if you go to blackchamber.com and see radio show or click radio show and then hit podcast. Until then, what we always say is stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.